Good evening, everybody. It is 7.30 here on July the 21st, 2008. I'm James Briarton coming to you from Charlotte. We have team coverage tonight of a severe weather threat across the Carolinas. Right now, uh, we have multiple severe thunderstorm warnings. We even have a larger watch box that's going to show us the extent of where activity is expected over the course of the next few hours. We'll get to some of those live reports, including uh, some live storm tracking coming up in just a moment. But let me go ahead and set the scene for you here uh, by uh, getting our large, big-picture view up on on the screen, assuming I could find it here in my many carousel of items, uh, and just kind of show you what's going on right now. So we've got our uh, our map showing the region, North and South Carolina, and in this area of yellow, that is what the Storm Prediction Center has highlighted as the area that will see the slight risk of severe uh, weather activities, uh, and that's going to be mainly in the form of thunderstorms producing damaging hail and wind. So right now, this stretches across all of kind of the Midlands and upstate of South Carolina into parts of North Carolina, including the foothills and part of the Blue Ridge. It does include metropolitan areas like Asheville, Charlotte, Greensville, Spartanburg, Columbia, and then as we go into the later evening hours, uh, this will eventually become a scenario to talk about in the lower uh, elevations down towards the coast of South Carolina and uh, Charleston. The rest of you watching from other places of us, of the Carolinas, not completely out of the woods, that dark green is that marginal risk where most of the state, uh, ranging from Winston-Salem down to Raleigh into Wilmington, has that risk. Only the extreme Western North Carolina, you've got uh, kind of that lower general thunderstorm activity. And all of this right now is moving uh, kind of generally uh, from the north and from the west and tracking to the south and to the east. And let's go ahead real fast and just kind of show you all of the warnings we've got right now. And then we'll go and break down some of these individual cells for you. So all in all, you can see we have about six of them and another one just about to cross the border in from Tennessee. I'm going to go ahead and turn off that storm prediction uh, layer convective outlook there so you can get a clearer sense of where the cities and counties are right here. And we're going to go to Anderson County in just a moment with Chris Jackson, who's chasing this storm. And we have Scotty Powell up in the foothills as well, too. But we're going to see more and more of these isolated thunderstorms moving across the Carolinas as we head through the remainder of the evening through the overnight, again, with this threat shifting from the foothills, western North Carolina, and then working its way south and east over the course of the evening through the overnight. Um, and so we're going to watch. Again, this is isolated. This isn't widespread, but if you do get caught in one of these strong, too severe thunderstorms, expect to see some strong activity and we're looking at some video right now just sent to us from from chris who is uh, again tracking the storm right along the border with georgia and chris as i understand it as you make your way right now between fair uh, play and anderson you were watching this one severe thunderstorm and you thought you saw a little rotation with it and a little lowering i think that's what we have in your video here if i'm not mistaken yeah absolutely guys it was nice lowering on the storm for about 10 minutes and uh it, it was uh add some add some uh, I would call it weak rotation, but it was definitely rotating. Uh, over the last five to ten minutes, it's uh, turned into more of a scud with uh, uh, less lowering on it, but uh, it's, it still looks like it has a little bit of rotation. It's definitely a nice hill for it, it appears, uh, looking at the storm from behind it. And uh, the overall storm structure looks really nice. There's a lot of scud right now lifting vertically into the uh, base of the storm. But uh, as I'm talking right now, there's, uh, there's no good lowering, you know, no, no wall cloud, nothing like that. 
And we did just talk to the National Weather Service, relaying some of the information from Chris to them there in Greenville, Spartanburg, letting them know what he was seeing. They're not too surprised that they're seeing some of that rotation. They're reminding us, and uh, we're reminding you, that the tornado risk for tonight is not completely zero, but is fairly limited. But Chris is going to keep an eye on that because it's not impossible. Again, those big threats, like Chris mentioned, are going to be hail and damaging winds. And so, of course, with this severe thunderstorm warning, a reminder what that means is baseline 60-mile-per-hour winds and quarter-size hail possible. And this particular warning goes at least until 8 o'clock. And right now it is moving to the southeast at about 20 miles an hour. So, um, Chris, what is your location right now and what's your plan over the course, say, of the next half an hour or so? I'm uh, I'm about halfway between uh, Fairplay and Anderson, just uh, just on the shores of Lake Hartwell. I'm put off the road in a in a nice uh, open field here with a I uh, got a full view to the horizon of, of most of the storms and you're watching it. And as I'm talking to you, this this scud's really starting to uh, it looks like it's trying to get another lowering going, but uh, it's probably about five to seven miles to my southeast. Spinning. I'm just gonna stay right behind it here. I got a great view. Uh, there's hardly I haven't seen any lightning out of this storm, so I'm just gonna stay with it and uh, see what happens. Uh, fantastic, Chris. And, you know, we are watching multiple of these uh, severe storms throughout the area. And we have uh, other spotters uh, who are, you know, relaying information to the National Weather Service. They saw a little rotation with some of their storms earlier. I want to bring in Scotty Powell, who's also joining us on the phone uh, from the foothills. He's on the road right now as well, too. And, Scotty, we had some storms roll through the foothills, continuing to have them roll through the foothills. And those two have a risk of hail with them as well, right? Yeah, James, that's uh, correct. Uh, large hail primarily been the uh, biggest concern here. Uh, in the foothills, uh, we, we have seen a little bit of damage in winds, but uh, anywhere between a quarter to baseball-sized hail uh, being reported in the foothills, especially the Bethlehem community in Caldwell County. I mean, I'm sorry, Alexander County. Uh, we've seen numerous reports out of that. I'm going to try to get some uh, pictures posted here in just a little while on our on our pages. Uh, I've been on the road all day, so uh, we'll get those posted out later. But uh, large hail, the, the primary concern uh, with these sales, I believe uh, we're still uh, portions of the foothills uh, under the uh, severe thunderstorm warning for a little bit longer. But uh, damage and winds, uh, what we thought would be the primary concern, but it's actually turned into a large hail threat. And just because of the dry air aloft, uh, we was able to uh, get some of those uh, cores to be pushed up into uh, the cooler uh, parts of the atmosphere and have that large hail fall. So, again, uh, we had those large hail reports, but no uh, serious damage uh, from the hail or from the wind. So uh, it's almost like we uh, dodged a bullet with these storms. But, again, uh, just a uh, another stormy day across the foothills. And uh, we'll continue to watch. I think there's some more storms up in the Tennessee area. And there's a few still uh, trying to develop uh, here in the foothills. But, again, uh, the main severe threat has, has pushed through for the time being. Yeah, and, you know, here in the Charlotte area, we enjoyed a fairly warm, borderline hot afternoon, uh, very sunny, and that is providing plenty of fuel in the atmosphere for a lot of these storms. You know, there was, I think, the hope uh, from, a, uh, from a storm preparedness standpoint that maybe it would be a little bit cloudier, but that wasn't the chance. And so we you know, really cooked the atmosphere much of the afternoon here in the metropolitan area in Charlotte. And did you see the same thing up where you are in the foothills, Connie? Yeah, actually, James, we, we did. We started off cloudy with some showers uh, this morning and really started to clear out after 10 a.m. I was actually in the Mooresware in Lake Norman today and, uh, w- like you said, it was real clear, and it was clear here in the foothills as well. 
uh, keep an eye on things. And then the, the storms really started to get going after 4, 4.30, and they really congealed into a, a cluster fairly quickly. And now uh, I'm back here in the foothills back in Burke County, and uh, uh, we're, we're still clouded up here, but we can still see some uh, cumulus start to grow. So I uh, still have a little bit of instability to work with, but again, um, you know, once those skies cleared out earlier this afternoon, it really allowed the, uh, the atmosphere to destabilize and uh, see those storms grow. Yeah, and we still have a little bit of sunlight left, so we can expect that instability to probably to hold here for a little bit longer. Up on your screen right now, if you're joining us here on the Carolina Weather Group live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at 736, uh, that pink area right now is the severe thunderstorm watch. So that extends across all of upstate South Carolina until about 2 a.m., now extending a little bit further southwards uh, towards Columbia, uh, and that will also go until about 2 a.m. We do have a little bit of North Carolina in there in the official watch box, uh, and that that's areas like Gaston and Cleveland counties, uh, Shelby as well, and I believe Lincoln. Uh, we don't have it right now for Mecklenburg, Charlotte, although you're in what the Storm Prediction Center has as that slight chance of severe weather. You don't have the official watch box where I'm sitting or if you're watching from the Queen City, but I wouldn't say we're out of the woods just yet because like Scotty was just describing, you can see we have Morganton and Burke County and Lenore and Caldwell uh, you know, outside of this watch box, but that hasn't uh, prohibited them from getting severe thunderstorms because you can see if I switch back over to show you where those warnings are you can see we do have some extending even into iredale and north of statesville so you know it is still possible to get those outside the watch box uh and like scotty mentioned we have one warning right now just on the other side of the north carolina border into tennessee and so we'll be watching for more of those storms to make it over the mountains and this isn't something where we're next next uh, necessarily watching one big line we're watching for the, some of these to pop up as they make their way into the carolinas and that's like what we've been seeing and we really saw it even earlier today in the Lake Lore area um, outside of Asheville Metro where we had one or two storms in a row, row and they ended up issuing that aerial flood advisory just because that one area was getting the constant rain over and over and over again. Uh, Chris, if you're still on the line with us, I know you've been watching that storm there in Anderson County just along the uh, Hart County border with Georgia um, and it's, you know, they've, they've trimmed that warning box now with Interstate 85 just outside of it, but Lake Hartwell, parts of it's still in there. Are you seeing any concern any uh, for flooding or any ponding on the roadway with that storm? Uh, as far as rainfall, I haven't seen a lot of flooding. It's just, you know, the roads are wet. It, it looks like maybe uh, a tenth quarter of an inch at most fell. But uh, watching this little area, this, you know, this area that was lowering earlier, and it's, uh, <laughs> it looks pretty robust right now. It's, uh, it's at least halfway to the ground again, but uh, it looks like the rotation is really weak, and uh, I expect this to continue over the next, you know, couple of, couple of hours. We're replaying some of your video right now that you've sent to us in the last 20 minutes or so, and I think this first one I'm playing is right when you had pulled off 85 because I think I can see the highway in the background. We had a little bit of a rainbow uh, tucked in, but we were just beginning to notice some of that lowering when you sent this first video, and I think by the second or third video, we were seeing a little bit more and more of that. So, again, for folks just joining us, the tornado threat is not completely impossible tonight. It is not the main threat we are expecting for a lot of these storms, if you do get caught up in one, to have damaging winds of about 60 miles per hour or that quarter size hail which certainly if you're outside like Chris and Scotty uh, in a vehicle and you do get caught up in one of these storms uh, you know you're going to notice if you do get some of that quarter size hail even seeing in Chris's video here just how tall that storm is and that's going to help those those hail core those those hail uh, balls if you will kind of form together uh, Chris have you seen any hail I know you're trying to stay back so you don't necessarily get caught in direct hail fall uh, no I haven't 
I, I got into the uh, precip tour a little bit earlier on 85, but it was just uh, some some pretty big raindrops, but no hell, thankfully. Yeah, we uh, we asked Kristen when he was heading out before if he had full insurance on his vehicle because hell is certainly nothing to mess with. Oh no. <laughs> Um, and Scotty, what's your plan for the evening here? Um, I know you do a lot of work with emergency management and, you know, this is not a, uh, a huge outbreak, but certainly an elevated risk tonight. Are you guys doing anything special up there in the foothills? Scotty may have put his phone down for a moment or not yet realized that he's on mute. Not a problem. We'll come back to Scotty uh, coming up in, in just a few minutes. Um, in addition to the photos and videos that Chris is sending, we are also uh, looking at the camera network that we have available to us to, to get an eyewitness view to some of these storms that are making their way across the area. Uh, we do have one right now that is heading into Gaffney, South Carolina, but unfortunately, due to the ongoing construction there along 85, the DOT just telling us the other day that those cameras are going to be offline until something like 2021 or something. So a uh, good reminder that uh, if you can safely do so and you have photos or videos you wish to relay, you can do that a number of ways. But one of the easiest ways might be on Twitter using the hashtag, either hashtag NCWX for North Carolina or hashtag SCWX. If you're in South Carolina, you can see that particular storm on your screen right now as it makes its way across 85. Uh, and although this is not the storm uh, Chris is in, Chris mentioned a moment ago that when he was on 85 and in one of those precipitation uh, heavy areas in that severe thunderstorm, he got a lot of rain. And, and certainly, Chris, I would imagine some of that could be blinding at times. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm starting to catch back up to it now, uh, back on the road here. Uh, about 10 miles behind it. Still got nice lowering, but it's, uh, it's starting to weaken just a little bit. And uh, roads have a little bit of rain, but uh, nothing too bad. Just going to stay with and see what happens. This probably is a great opportunity. I've slid, slid the radar now over, and uh, we'll make our way from south to north. And if you're just joining us here at 740, we're going to talk about some of these isolated severe thunderstorm warnings that are out across north and south Carolina. And let's just break down each one of these, uh, beginning with the one that Chris is chasing right now, where it looks like, Chris, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm being told, let me hang on here a second, because as you can see on the screen, I'm reading the bulletin, and they did cancel it for northeastern Hart County, but I want to see, I think they still have it in effect for where you are in southwestern Anderson County. I think they're just trying to trim that polygon here as the storm moves to the south and east at about 20 miles an hour. Again, 60 mile per hour wind gust, penny size hail, because uh, I think as Chris talked about, it's, it's, it's weakening just a little bit, but it's something we're still watching. So locations uh, over the course of the next 20 minutes, um, I'm, I'm reading them here with you, um, Homeland Park, Anderson Airport, uh, Sadler's Creek State Park, Lake Harkwell, and of course Anderson itself. So if you're any in any of those areas if you're out on a boat uh seek shelter immediately as well too you know that's not something you want to mess with um and of course you know we've we've heard so much uh in the last few days unfortunately about um uh, the, the disaster out of Missouri about the boat that got caught up in that severe thunderstorm um, warning. And so just reminds us all that not only is this about safety on land, but also in, in the water as well. Uh, we have a severe thunderstorm warning for Greenville and Anderson counties in upstate South Carolina and Pickens until 815. Uh, that storm uh, made its way over Pickens, moving east at 20 miles per hour as well, too, with 60 mile per hour gust and, and half dollar size uh, hail being the threat there. And so we're going to continue to watch for that wind and that hail threat in uh, places like uh, Pattersville and uh, Cherrydale Point uh, and West Greenville. And if we get it on one of our DOT cameras or even the USGS camera there that's along 85 in Greenville, uh, we'll certainly bring that your way too. Uh, back over towards Gaffney, we have that storm that's straddling the North and South Carolina border there. So Southeastern Rutherford County and 
southeastern Polk County and Spartanburg counties have this um, severe thunderstorm uh, warning, uh, and that is going to continue here for the next few minutes as well, too. Uh, this goes until literally 745, so another two minutes on this, and we'll see if the National Weather Service decides to renew it or not. Let's make our way solidly up into North Carolina. We have northern Iredale County, just north of Statesville, so this is going to be Interstate 40, Interstate 77 if you're traveling. We have a severe thunderstorm warning there until 8, o- 8 o'clock, 60 mile per hour winds, quarter size hail, as you're probably catching on to at this point. That's going to be for areas like Harmony and Love Valley, uh, Union Grove, uh, Stony Point, and Statesville proper. Uh, and with that, even now, we have a little bit of that extending into Wilkes County uh, that will have the same threats and will continue until, uh, let's see what time this uh, warning goes until here. I would imagine it's going to be about the same, about 8, 815 or so as we're watching these isolated storms. Uh, again, we do have that one that we're watching over the Tennessee uh, side of the, the, uh, the Smokies there. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll wait to see if we do get more of those uh, rolling through in the next few hours or so. Uh, let me go ahead and I'm going to pop some of Chris's video back up on the screen because I want to hop in real fast to National Weather Service chat and see exactly what um, they are talking about there from not only Greenville, Spartanburg, but also the other National Weather Service offices in the area uh, to see if there's anything that we need to be watching very carefully here over the course of the next few minutes or so. Or maybe, guys, if we're going to take a quick break in our anchored live coverage. Uh, to bring people back over to our uh, our live streams of, of radar and such. Uh, what I'm going to bring up right now uh, for folks on the screen, if I can get it to play for you, is that USGS camera along 85 in uh, Greenville uh, there. And uh, I think this is not too far from the outlets, if I'm not too mistaken. So uh, we'll keep a, an eye on that uh, as I hop over to, uh, to chat. Uh, Scotty, if you're on the line with us... I don't think he is. He shared with us not too long ago some hail pictures that I'm going to work to bring up on the screen here um, as well, too. I think he had mentioned those uh, when we were talking with him uh, just a few moments ago. I know both of you guys, Chris and and Scotty, on the road, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Scotty had to jump or just lost signal um, there right now. So. I was looking because I thought National Weather Service chat, Chris, they were trying to talk to us, but they were actually trying to talk to, to someone right. else and mis- mistakenly used okay. my name. We do have a new severe thunderstorm warning, and this goes back to what we were talking about there about that cell along Gaffney, and I, I think kind of uh, is going to continue in pack portions of 85. So let me go ahead and get the radar up on the screen for you. I'm not even sure the box has been redrawn, uh, redrawn yet in our system, but they've expanded that box that we were looking at near Gaffney to include Cherokee, Spartanburg, Union, and York, South Carolina. Now, not too much of Union and York if you're watching from maybe closer to the 77 corridor, uh, but if I can uh, go ahead and pull this up on our screen here, I can actually kind of roughly draw uh, where this new severe thunderstorm warning is. And this is going to probably reset the timer for us uh, and uh, extend this now until 8.30. So that severe thunderstorm uh, extending from a line near Gaffney to five miles west of Spartanburg, moving east to 20 miles per hour, uh, is going to be threatening uh, these communities until about 8.30. So that's going to be, you know, in the most immediate time frame, Spartanburg and Gaffney, uh, then eventually moving on to areas like Clover and Blacksburg um, and and, and Smyrna here, uh, and so they're going to continue to watch for that risk of 60 mile per hour wind gust and quarter size hail. I'm going to go ahead and actually just pop my screen up uh, here real fast and show this to you because it has not updated yet in our system, but you can see we have a pretty wide severe thunderstorm warning now spanning those multiple counties, again, including portions of York County, uh, and just about to move over that 85 corridor. So I'll take a quick look uh, to see if we have any cameras there to show you. 
Now, Chris, um, I know you're on the opposite end of uh, North Carolina uh, or South Carolina, excuse yeah. me, watching that Anderson storm. What What is your game plan right. here uh, for the remainder of the evening? I know you've driven all the way up from Columbia. Yeah, right now I'm just watching the backside of the storm. Uh, the lower end is pretty much gone now. All I can see is a nice base and then a you know a massive rain slash hail shaft from the storm. I'm actually crossing Lake Hartwell as we speak. Now I can see the uh, the severe warm storm back off to my I guess probably north northeast in Greenville. Uh, there's some huge mammoth clouds coming out of the amble a bit, and it's actually lit by the sun. It's, it's quite beautiful right now. But right now I'm just going to watch the radar and watch this uh, storm that I have a really nice eye on. And uh, see what happens and how it progresses, and then uh, just uh, play the play the cards I'm dealt. Uh, absolutely. Um, I've uh, just popped up on the screen here for everyone a uh, DOT camera now back in upstate South Carolina, uh, closer to the North Carolina border. This is that severe thunderstorm we were talking about uh, closer to the Gaffney area. I saw the DOT kind of swinging this camera around, so I wasn't sure exactly what they were looking for. But you can see right here along Interstate 85 near mile marker exit 70. Um, I do think the camera is playing tricks with us. It looks particularly dark. Um, I think some of that is the camera, but some of that also just the way weather conditions right now. Um, and so if you are traveling, as we can see a lot of these motorists are, uh, it may be advised as this uh, heavy uh, or, you know, precipitation area moves on through that they, they seek some shelter, uh, plenty of options there in that neck of the woods for them to maybe pull off for a short bit uh, and uh, seek shelter, especially not only with this, this heavy rain that we're watching, uh, but also with that, that hail threat in there as well, too. You certainly wouldn't want to get caught up in that so uh, just kind of resetting for everybody here as we come up in the 8 o'clock hour. I think we'll probably be taking a quick break and uh, let Chris focus on the road and charge his cell phone. And what we'll do throughout the evening here on the Carolina Weather Group is continue to stream for you not only these cameras we have available to us, but radar and, and NOAA with radio, and then hop back on with you um, as the situation warrants to talk you through some of these again um, to kind of give you a heads up on, on what it is uh, that we are watching. Um, again, we're not talking about a widespread severe weather outbreak today. These are far uh, more on the isolated side. As you saw on our radar, they're pretty scattered about. Uh, now, some of them are strong to severe, and that's why we're keeping a close eye on this. Uh, we did just get an update from the National Weather Service uh, for the storm in North Carolina near Statesville, that Iredale County storm. They've kind of trimmed that up a bit. It's set to expire in the next 10 minutes or so, uh, really just for northern Iredale there, and then a little bit into Wilkes County. Um but uh, we will also wait to see Chris's storm, where he is in Anderson County, goes until 8 o'clock. We'll wait to see. Uh, Chris, based on what you're seeing and based on what you're observing, uh, and purely in your own opinion, do you do you think that storm still has severe criteria? Uh, just looking at it uh, visually, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, I'm looking from the backside, so it's, it's getting lit by the sun that's starting to uh, get a little low in the sky. But the vertical structure is uh, absolutely incredible. I mean, it, it's probably going up. 35, 40,000 feet into a nice big amble, and uh, it looks like it's got a, a really big hail and rain core with it still, and uh, it's starting to try to get another lowering, but, you know, as I was just uh, driving across Lake Hartwell, I looked off to my north-northeast on the Greenville storm, and it actually has a really nice lowering on it right now. I can see it uh, probably close to easily from my location. But uh, both storms right now look visually, I mean, very, very good. Yeah, we've got your latest picture that you just sent back to us uh, up on the screen right now. I think this was as you were crossing the lake. Uh, and I think we can see a little bit of what you're describing there. And now I'm going to play some of the video that you sent to us from earlier. 
Um, again, you know, the Weather Service is keeping a close eye on all of these. Um, and, uh, you know, we have seen several instances of some of these severe storms having a little bit of lowering. National Weather Service right now has not issued any tornado warnings. We don't even have a tornado watch. But Chris is keeping a close eye on that one as uh, officials and spotters are watching other cells as well, too, because it's not completely impossible. But if you are watching, I want to remind you our main threat for today is hail and damaging winds. Um, forgive me a second here, folks. If you're watching live, I'm going to look at our National Weather Service chat and read something in particular uh, from an emergency manager official near Anderson County there. Um, and, you know, what Chris, what they're talking about is uh, that 911 there in Anderson County has received several 911 calls, probably looking at the exact thing you're looking at with, uh, you know, uh, intending Good Samaritans calling in saying that they're seeing a tornado over Lake Hartwell on the South Carolina side. Right. Uh, and I think they're probably seeing exactly what you sent in video. Right, I could definitely understand why they would think that. Uh, you know, it 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 was a lot of uh, stuff that just turned into a nice little wall out, but nothing ever reached the ground. I mean, I was you know right behind it the whole entire time, but uh, definitely could understand the concern. Yeah, and that's that's what emergency management was thinking as well too, and they were trying to check in on that. Uh, we do have a severe thunderstorm warning uh, hot off the press here uh, for Oconee and Pickens uh, counties in South Carolina, and that goes until eight thirty. Um, and uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, there are a lot of counties that I'm trying to keep track of, but I think that's due north of you, Chris. Yeah, I'm I'm looking around right now, and it's uh, I'm kind of stuck in a triangle between three storms. I got you know the the storm I've been with off to my. Uh, probably one o'clock and I got the Greenville storm off to my nine o'clock and I'm looking in my rear view and I can see a, another tower directly behind me going going up so definitely yeah and uh, for folks who aren't familiar I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take our radar here uh, we don't have that latest warning redrawn onto our map just yet but I'm going to go ahead and attempt to draw for you where uh, where Chris is uh, because we certainly do have a wide audience watching from uh, a variety of areas and if you're not familiar with upstate South Carolina I want to show you a little bit of where Chris is, if I can get my drawing tool enabled. There it is. So Chris is uh, back down here someplace, uh, if I can get this uh, this line to draw. There we go. Something along that those effects. Uh, I think I can draw a nice box here. There you go. So Chris is somewhere along here, uh, and so he's watching uh, to his I'm north. On go ahead. I'm on 24, about uh, two miles from the Anderson Airport. Fabulous. Fabulous, and so you're you're very nicely into that polygon there uh, that we've got uh, for that severe thunderstorm warning for the next few minutes, and we have again those storms just to his north uh, that we are keeping an eye on. Now I'm desperately trying to clear the box that I've drawn because it won't let me let go of it, Chris. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so I think we're going to probably continue our coverage here for the next six minutes or so, and then at 8 o'clock kind of just switch you back over to a standby mode because, again, we are watching these isolated storms throughout the area. But as you can see, we are watching for um, certainly a risk factor if you're inside of any of these storms, but they are pretty isolated, and we're not getting any reports right now of any damage. Let me take a moment out um, and, and take a look at some of your questions that are coming in as you're watching us live on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Periscope and see if either myself or Chris can answer some of these. So don't mind as I look off the screen here. Uh, Chris has got some love from Tiffany Wallace. And 
And uh, hello to uh, Meredith watching us, as always, uh, from Charleston. Good evening to you, uh, Meredith. So that's uh, probably a good opportunity uh, to let folks know exactly what it is that we are watching again through the course of the remainder of the evening. Because if you're watching from Charleston or you're watching from an area that's not in upstate South Carolina or anywhere across the foothills of North Carolina, for that matter, uh, we want to let you know what's going to be coming out over the course of the next few hours or so, which is why we won't be signing off for good, but just going back to standby mode here in the next few minutes. We do have a slight risk of severe weather uh, for most of South Carolina and inching into North Carolina, Asheville, Charlotte, some of those foothill communities in between. That's the yellow on your screen. Again, our main thread is going to be damaging wind and damaging hail. Uh, and then the marginal risk, a little bit lower than that slight risk, essentially a one out of five, if you will, on the scale, kind of encompasses some of those other areas as well, too. Um, and so that includes areas like Winston-Salem and Raleigh and Fayetteville. So we are watching these uh, this, these isolated storms. They are moving kind of uh, together in a line, but it's not a coherent line. So it's not like we're watching uh, the severe thunderstorms that we watched earlier across Georgia or even earlier in the week across the plains. But we are watching for these to kind of move on through from uh, the mountains of North Carolina through upstate South Carolina and work their way closer and closer to the coast over the course of the next few hours or so. So that's what we're going to continue to monitor here at the Carolina Weather Group uh, for you throughout the evening. So if you're just coming across us for the first time or you haven't done this before, whether you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube or on Periscope, go ahead and follow us. Uh, some of those platforms like Facebook and YouTube will allow you to actually set a setting to be notified when we go live so that if Chris, myself, or any of our other panelists here at the Carolina Weather Group hop back on with coverage in the next little bit, you'll be alerted that we're back live uh, continuing to track things because Chris is uh, you know, tracking the storm right now in Anderson County, playing some of his video again. You can see just how tall some of these storms are, which means we do run the threat of seeing uh, some of those uh, damaging hail cores in different parts of not only North Carolina and South Carolina as well, too. So, Chris, with about three minutes left here before I think we take a break, um, update us again on this Anderson County storm and, and just your closing thoughts here for now on what your game plan is going to be for the remainder of the evening. All right. So uh, just uh, past the Anderson Airport here in West Anderson, uh, still looking at this uh, storm, the severe, severe warned. Uh, looking at the base, actually through like the precip core, I can start to make out the horizon on the other side of the storm. So, what it, what that tells me just visually is that you know whatever precip, whether it's rain or hail that's falling, isn't falling as hard as it was. And uh, you know I'm, I'm so close to the base of it right now, it's hard to get a feel for the entire storm. But uh, you know looking up vertically, it still looks uh, really nice. And then. Uh, of course, the, the storm's back up toward Greenville Spartanburg, uh, off to my north northeast. Uh, uh, you know, the, the ambles are taking out the entire sky from those storms. And I'm just going to sit here and uh, you know, monitor these storms for the next little while. Also, watching the storms developing northeast of, uh, I guess, probably Metro Atlanta. You know, as, as they progress through the evening, uh, especially getting back into the Columbia area later tonight. So, is your plan to head into Georgia at all, or uh, I know you're based out of Columbia? Right now, I'm going. I'm going to stick in South Carolina. I'm going to probably stick in the upstate here for another little while, and then, uh, you know, slowly make my way back down toward Columbia. You know, depending on what those storms, you know, east of Atlanta do. Uh, fabulous. So we will continue to check in with Chris over the course of the next little bit because a reminder that right now, as it stands, we have that severe thunderstorm 
warning uh, that is in effect for uh, upstate South Carolina um, and a little bit of uh, North Carolina there, uh, not right now the Charlotte area. That goes until 2 a.m. And then we're going to wait to see what the Storm Prediction Center in Norman, Oklahoma, decides to do on whether or not they expand that out to include more areas or not. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pop that up on the screen for everyone uh, one more time so you can get an idea because, you know, um, hopefully by now you know that a warning means that uh, severe conditions are occurring right now. So for a thunderstorm, that would mean 60 mile per hour damaging winds, quarter size hail. A watch means that those conditions are likely over the course of the next few hours or so. So if you're in any of these communities right now on your screen in pink, you need to just keep a heads up. Again, this isn't widespread, but we are watching for that slight risk of severe weather. So it is uh, more than your average, uh, you know, evening here, Saturday in July. Um, and so if you're in these pink areas, we're going to watch for those isolated storms to pop up until about 2 a.m. or so. And you can see that includes everywhere from that North Carolina, South Carolina border through the upstate down towards Columbia, although it does not yet encompass Columbia or Charlotte. Uh, and we'll wait to see if the Storm Prediction Center uh, continues that uh, if you don't know or you're interested in learning more about how these watches work from the Storm Prediction Center, we actually did a show with the Storm Prediction Center a couple weeks ago. We talked about tropical tornadoes in that particular show, but we hit upon a little bit of how their workflow works and how they interact with the local National Weather Service offices, who certainly are in high gear tonight, not only in Greenville, Spartanburg, but uh, certainly soon in areas like Columbia and Raleigh, and then through the overnight uh, in, in, in Charleston and other areas uh, across the Carolinas. So uh, we're going to continue to keep an eye on this. Um, you know, certainly do. Uh, we hope you follow us here on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube um, for continuing coverage tonight and for our weekly Wednesday show. And I just want to mention as we uh, sign off and go back into standby mode here, Chris, who has been a guest and a friend of the Carolina Weather Group, signing on just in the last three days as a panelist for the Carolina Weather Group. Before he could even sit in on this first Wednesday night show, he's out storm chasing with us on live coverage. So, Chris, welcome aboard. Thanks for jumping into the deep end for us. Uh, glad to be aboard, guys. Thanks so much. And uh, one more quick thing about this uh, storm in Anderson. Please. Looking at the, you know, looking at the updraft face of the storm, it looks like the the it looks like the storms begin to weaken pretty quickly. The updraft face is almost completely separate from uh, the actual you know the forward plane downdraft where where the rain and precip is. Yeah, and I think and the National Weather Service, who of course is looking at it on radar, uh, seems to agree with you because just in the last few moments at 8 o'clock on the nose, they let that uh, warning expire. Uh, so uh, it seems that they've uh, agreed not, uh, with you. Um, and so it's 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 great to hear that uh, what they've got going on, looking at a distance and what you've got on the ground match up because I know that's a key part of uh, this now casting that uh, not only the National Weather Service is doing, but also the media is doing for the rest of the evening. Right, and like I said, it uh, it doesn't look real healthy right now, especially from the you know the updraft based portion of the storm. Well, uh, you know, I, I, as weather nerds, we always get excited to see strong storms, but hopefully everyone in the line of that storm, this one filters out and uh, dies out and, uh, you know, that it'll lower the risk for them. We are still watching storms back up uh, again over some areas that had some rain earlier along 85 and other portions there. So, uh, Chris, are you going to swing north, you think? Uh, yeah, I was just uh, looking at the radar here. I was uh, checking out the storm just, I don't know, maybe five to ten miles west of Powderville. Uh, and near Gant, I think out north, uh, what's that? Four, uh, they just head up there, see what the storm's all about before. 
I think Chris's phone just breaking up slightly here as we prepare to sign off on this update. And, you know, it's amazing, Chris, that uh, the, the phone was, was perfect throughout. And I, I you know that's always good because I was you know worried as you were driving through there uh, that we might lose you a little bit. And it seems like it held out for the most part. So, uh, Chris, thank you for your time. We will continue to be in touch with you and we will be continue to be in touch with you at home and on the go throughout the course of the rest of the uh, evening as the situation warrants. For now, what we're going to do is we're going to return you uh, to radar, to sky cams, to NOAA weather radio. Uh, we will continue to filter those on through with uh, some of the headlining storms of the evening. And then if the situation warrants, uh, we will be back here live with you um, to keep you updated on the situation. But for now, from Charlotte, I'm James Brierton. We have got Chris Jackson uh, chasing those storms in upstate South Carolina. And thanks for watching this update from the Carolina Weather Group.